to Friday. <laughs> oh my gosh. It is so hot here in New York City this week. I believe the real feel today that this is coming out on Friday is something like 106 degrees. And something about it being this temperature outside makes the days crawl for me. Crawl. I don't know if that's weird or not. I'm okay with that. Emily here, but you already knew that. So happy to be here with you on 5-Minute Friday. Today, I want to talk about something I have been mulling over lately, and that is the fact that I never thought I would be doing what I am doing now. If you were to ask me, gosh, when I was a little girl, let's go there. Let's go all the way back there. What I thought I would be doing as an adult, well, a lot of us had crazy dreams when we were little. Many of you maybe thought that you would be teachers or astronauts or professional athletes. I always wanted to be a journalist, but I never thought that I'd be doing so many of the things that I am doing in this moment. I never thought that I would be living in Brooklyn. I never thought that I would be self-employed. I never thought that I would be traveling the world for my work. I definitely didn't think that I would be single in my mid-30s. I didn't think that I would be addressing large groups of people in large formats for keynote presentations. I mean, there are so many things that I am doing in my life right now that I never anticipated. And I think that is awesome. I think that it's so easy for us to get caught up in the plan, right? Caught up in the particulars, stay so focused and dialed in to what we think that we quote unquote should be doing. But if a long time ago, I didn't accept the fact that this plan I had for myself needed to be written in pencil and that I had to feel okay and at ease, kind of erasing and starting over as I went, then I wouldn't have the opportunity to be in the position that I am in now. The best written plans are written in pencil. I'll say that again. The best written plans are written in pencil. And I have moments where I wonder what life could be like if I had followed the plan that I had set out for myself. But you know what? That doesn't really serve me. All I can do is the best that I can with what I have in this moment. And what I have in this moment is pretty freaking awesome. So it's okay, right? It's okay and understandable if at moments you have uh, questions, if at moments you ask yourself, what if? But I encourage you to focus on where you're at and where you're going, to pick up the pencil and continue to plan out the best things, knowing that the plans might change. And that's cool. In fact, I'll be the first person to tell you it's pretty freaking awesome. My listener prompt for you this week, what is your plan for the next six months? And what is your plan for the next year? If you don't have a plan, it's okay, don't stress. But this week, I encourage you to ask yourself, what do I want from the next year? And now, a listener question. Hey, Emily, it's Lauren from New York City. My question is not directly related to fitness and wellness, but there's definitely a significant connection. I am curious about how you handle challenging individuals, we'll say, in a workplace or business setting. So when you're faced with rather difficult personalities, what kind of strategies and approaches do you use 
to maintain harmony and, you know, achieve a positive outcome. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Laura. Okay. This can be, yes, challenging individual, challenging answer, right? There's a lot of patience that goes hand in hand with dealing with people, whether it be in business or in life, that just don't jive with your style. And it's frustrating, especially within business, because this isn't a relationship that you can put up a hard boundary and walk away from in most cases. Knowing that there are a few things that I would recommend, and most of these things will involve you being the bigger person. First and foremost, take a step back and ask yourself what this person's motivation may be for acting this certain way. When you get to a place where you can empathize with where they are coming from, or at least try to understand, you may notice that you have less of a quote-unquote short fuse with them as time goes on. Then I would do my best to reframe this to uh, an opportunity, right? There are always going to be people in your life that will be difficult, more difficult than others. And so knowing that you can use this as an opportunity to practice, let's say, your skills, do an inventory, ask yourself, how is this person communicating and can I get on their level? Again, I'm going to bring it back to this workplace example, maybe by trying to understand this person's communication style, they may be more responsive to you. So if this person seems to be really effective and prefers to communicate primarily over email, then consider first sending them an email before confronting them about something maybe in the hallway if you're an in-person workplace kind of person. (laughs) Say that five times fast. I know, I know it can be really frustrating to be the bigger person, but know that you have this gift of being able to take a step back and ask yourself, how can I best serve myself in this scenario? What is within your power to protect your energy when dealing with someone that doesn't have the best energy, especially, again, when you can't walk away completely? Maybe it's making sure that after these interactions, you're doing something that makes you feel like you're filling up your own cup. Or perhaps it's doing everything within your power to limit the interactions that you two have. Whatever the case may be, trust me, you will be better for it in the long haul. I know it's hard to hear, but I promise. Make sure you're following along with Hurdle over on social. It's at Hurdle Podcast. I am over at Emily Abadi. Another Hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. 